Good morning. Good morning, Mission Vineyard. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Are we hearing? Now, we have two audiences here today. We have a live audience. Well, we've had two audiences. It's not just this morning. We have a live audience. If you're live, say hi to me. Say hi. Hi. Oh, that's a great live audience. Now, if you're on video this morning, wherever camera I'm supposed to look at, I don't know, uh, say hi this morning. We didn't hear you. It's okay. But we love you. Uh, my name is John Rally. I'm one of the pastors here. It's a joy to welcome you this morning. Welcome to Mission Vineyard. Uh, today is a bit of a different day because it's an all-in Sunday. All-in means that uh, we press into the truth that we believe that kids don't have a small version of the Holy Spirit. Kids have a big version of the Holy Spirit, just like adults do. So we include them in everything. So you see some teenagers helping us lead worship this morning. You're going to see kids helping with scripture reading and communion this morning. And you kids, hey kids, can you hear me? Yes, you are welcome this morning to be in this space. This is not just a space for adults. You are precious to us. You are loved. We are so glad you are here. Adults, can you give a hand clap for the kids this morning? We are so glad the kids are here this morning. And uh, the smaller ones are actually going to be with us through our singing time this morning. We're going to be singing some, uh, just one song of worship uh, with the kids. And then uh, Katie Boucher, our pastor of kids and family, she's going to be helping with our, uh, some assistance to lead the kids up. Uh, the smaller ones are preschool and under up during that time. And uh, elementary and youth, you're going to be staying with us and continuing to worship with us. And uh, we also have a different day today because we're honoring a couple of people today. We have some pastors. You might have met Herschel and Lucy as you came in, and they've been with us for five years, but they've had over almost 50 years of ministry. And today we're celebrating their time with us in that way. And we're also raising up a new pastor this morning, our, our new assistant pastor, Carol Galladay. So you're going to be experiencing all that this morning, but it's not about them. It's not even kids. It's not about you. Who's it about? Who's it about? Jesus. Who's it about? Jesus. So we welcome, our mission is to welcome Jesus into all of life. And we typically do that through a simple liturgy. It's just come Holy Spirit. Would you stand with me this morning and pray with me a simple prayer? Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. We welcome you. We open the doors of our hearts this morning for you to move and share your joy with us. We love you, Jesus. Today is all about you. Destiny, would you lead us in how the different ways we're going to be worshiping this morning? Well, good morning. So first of all, for our first song, we want to invite the younger kiddos who are usually upstairs down to the front and in the aisles. Miss Katie has some streamers, and we want you to just have fun and dance and sing because we're going to be singing about our living hope. Yeah, Miss Livy, everybody else, we've got some streamers. Raise, raise your hands. If you or your young one wants little streamers, and Katie will get them to you. While they're doing that, I'm going to explain something really quick. You will see John was up here. Gilberto is up here. But um, because it is everybody in Sunday, I was trying to think of ways where I can get you guys inside the worship team. Because that's what I really think of you guys as. It's not us singing at you, trying to drag you into worship. We are all worshiping as one body. So I'm going to send Gilberto to the back. He's got his mic and his plug-in back there. John is in the back with his drum, and he'll be singing. So you're going to hear some two, um, two very strong voices from the back, just so that we can surround you. You guys are my choir. You're all part of this. Okay, so looks like we have streamers. Streamers going around. Okay, the first song, oh, man, I don't even know when it was from. 
1994. Okay, so it might be new to some of you, might be old to some of you, but it is called Firm Foundation, and it is kind of a call and response song. So um, if you want to put up the first verse, Miss Carol, you'll see that it has parentheses. That's y'all's part, (laughs) okay? So this is going to be a call and response, and the uh, lovely ladies to my right and left will help uh, sing your parts and lead you too. Okay. It talks about uh, how we have a living hope, we have a future, that God's word is faithful, he is mighty in power. And that is just kind of the theme that I chose to go with this morning. You'll see through the different songs that we are just uh, magnifying the Lord because he is mighty and he is faithful and we can trust him. Okay, so we ready? I need to turn myself down, I'm really loud in my ears. Okay. Okay, we'll start with the first verse. I'll sing, I have a living hope, and you get to repeat it, okay? Two, ready, go. I have a living hope. I have a living hope. I have a future. I have a future. God has a plan for me. God has a plan for me. Of this I'm sure. Of this I'm sure. Jesus. Jesus, you're my
dance with the streamers. As um, they put up their streamers and march on up to class, I was um, praying over what we would be singing this morning during out, um, the week. And I just wanted to build on the fact that um, he's faithful. And it might not take the form that we think it's going to take. And it might take a long time in our estimation for us to see the outcome of things. It might even be in heaven that we see how it actually turned out for our good. But I just wanted us to affirm that he is faithful. He will always be faithful. He is the father of kindness. He's brought us out of darkness. And that he is just everything to be praised. So if you join me, we're going to sing yes and amen. Father of kindness. Father of kindness, you have poured out grace. You brought me out of darkness. You have filled me with peace.
I just want you to start gathering all the faithfulness testimonies up in your mind. You can speak them out loud. You can pray them back to God. But there are episodes and testimonies and so many things. I know that if the Lord hadn't been faithful, I wouldn't be here multiple times. I've uh, been on the road to death a few times. It sounds very dramatic, but it's just the way life can be. And I know there are a few in here who have those testimonies too. So if we could all just um, take this moment to just um, sing back his faithfulness to him.
Would you just join me in singing out his great name? join me. I just feel like there's a spirit in this room and I just want to keep going with this simple declaration that overflow is pouring out.
You may be seated. communion elements. Joyce is walking around and you can just raise your hand if you need a cup. I like that Jesus um, had communion. He had this meal with his friends, his disciples at his table. And as we're reflecting this this week about communion, um, I thought that, you know, as he did this, as he shared this meal with his friends, was a place for joy, was a place for life. Um, and he invited his friends to be there with him. Um, it was a place where we can now remember all that he has done for us. Um, and I think this week, especially with the kids in with all of us, um, it's a reminder that he likes to use everybody. And the kids, like John said, doesn't have a mini version of the Holy Spirit. And they get to participate with us um, in sharing this communion meal together. So I'd ask Gabri if she would read uh, out of 1 Corinthians. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given to you. Do this in remembrance for me. In the same way, he took the cup and wine, cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this and remember, as, and remember me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Now let's eat the bread. Let's drink the cup. Jesus, we just thank you for the sacrifice you made for us and that you welcome us at your table. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Good morning. My name is Arlita Arelli, and this is Elias. <laughs> He's the, he loves the mic. Don't know what this whole thing is. So we're just want to just give a couple of quick announcements. We hope you feel welcome this morning. Um, thank you for your grace as we re-engage life and church and everything. to welcome new people to all of life, and that is sometimes 
welcome. If you are new, you should have received one of these bags that has some information about the church. And Elias, what is this thing in here called? Mana mag. What's mana? What is it? So mana means what is it? So the Israelites didn't know what was falling from the sky. But a mana bag has I, what in it, Elias? I imagine the original mana was a bread-like powder. Probably, but this has some basic needs for people as you're driving around the city. Um, sometimes we don't have cash on us, but we want to still help. And so to all of our visitors, we give you guys a welcome bag as well as some information about the church. And then um, you may have also received one of these little connect cards. This is just our way of getting to know you a little bit better. We send out a leading email with what's going on in the church, including our small groups. The best way to get to know people in the church and grow in your faith is through one of our small groups. So smallgroups.missionvineyard.org has all the information about our groups. We update that regularly. Um, as, you know, summertime, maybe we are going away during break or we do other things. We play for that. So keep a lookout for updates that way. And then 10 years, guys. Did you know, Elias, we are having a 10-year celebration of Mission Vineyard this summer? Yes, you told me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so Mission Vineyard is celebrating their 10-year anniversary this summer. Um, June 27th, we're going to have a celebration here during the service. And then after the service, there's going to be a bit of a party at the Harmony Hills Cabana Club. Um, but the people who are organizing it, which is not me, um, want to know if you're coming so they can have enough food. So just email katie at missionvineyard.org. The information's up there um, for if you want to go and the details. Um, but Elias, what are you looking forward to the celebration? Sugar. <laughs> This little guy was just a year old when we moved out here to start this church, so you were super cute then. <laughs> like, hey, wait. You're still cute now, aren't you? Maybe. Okay. All right, last but not least, guys, um, as part of our worship service, we want to take a moment and pause and thank God for all he's given us. Some people like to give their tithes and offerings online. Some people like to put it in a basket somewhere. So on the back media table and in the back table by the uh, exit door, we have a basket. You're welcome to place um, whatever you have. But everything we have comes from the Lord. And so we just want to take this opportunity to pray for all he's given us and for the rest of the service. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for these people, um, both here and online. I thank you, Lord, for uh, the celebratory spirit we have today. And God, we just thank you for the gifts that you've given us. Um, in good times and bad, you continue to meet all of our needs. And so we thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I'd like to invite my dad up here to continue the service. <laughs> thank you, and enjoy the sugar. Good morning. Again, thank you so much for your patience as we negotiate what it's like to be here this morning with All In and new staging, and I don't know where I'm supposed to be standing, and so I'm just going to be with you this morning. Just to allow me a moment to put up a, something here and something to hold my coffee, and we're going to have a lot of people up here today. It's going to be really fun. Uh, Gosh, I'm going to cry a lot today. <laughs> oh, wow. It's a beautiful thing to be able to see kids engaged in worship and helping to lead worship. Jesus said, let them come to me. And so it's often, especially during this pandemic time, that we've had to stretch 
uh, some of us just being so distracted by kids crying or rapper noises because of their activity bags during the service or whatever it's been. Thank you so much for extending that grace to our kids. It's so difficult. We want so much. We need so much in the midst of this pandemic time. And it's not stopped because we're still trying to negotiate what it means. I was listening to a psychologist, uh, and she was talking about where before we expected hugs to be these places of embrace and joy. And now hugs are, we live in this hesitancy of wondering, am I okay? Even coming to church this morning, you may have wondered, do I have a mask on or not? And we're still trying to figure out. The museum has its policy, and so please, if you use the bathrooms out there, put a mask on. If you bring kids up, put a mask on. And in here, we're, tr we're just trying to figure it out. And so we just appreciate your grace, but thank you so much for giving grace to the kids and letting them come uh, to the forefront and helping us lead this morning. Uh, today is a day where we get to focus on being a disciple. How being a disciple means that my whole mission is centered around Jesus. I have some beautiful object lessons for our sermon this morning. And so I want to begin there. And uh, to keep me from crying through this whole time, I would like for Carol to play a video first. Ursula and Lucy, would you join me up here, please? And if I could get a mic for them, that'd be great. Thanks, Destiny. <laughs> oh, we're not done, my friends. This, this is not about you. And that's, I think, why we cry. Because this is so much about Jesus. Completely. It is completely about Jesus. Um, Lucy, I want to start with you first. Would you, would you raise your hand, please, if over the last five years you have been pastored by Lucy Rosser? Over the last five years, you have cared for your mother-in-law deeply. You have moved from your home city where you had establishment and your kids and everything. You moved out here, and uh, in the midst of all that, you began, you began living out loud in joy. <laughs> and that joy over meals and phone calls and prayer began to pastor us. I... 
I think, and I think the testimony from your husband is, differently than you've ever before in your entire life. And that gives me so much joy. So before we start anything, as a congregation, we need to affirm in you that you are and you have, and it's very easy to lay hands on. Each one of these hands could lay hands on Pastor Lucy Rosser. We affirm you, and we thank you for the way that you have committed your time to us and your investment in us. So Herschel and Lucy came to Mission Vineyard five years ago in the promise, hey, John, we've only got five years left. No, that's not what they said. They said, John, uh, we don't know what's next for us. And at the time, Mission Vineyard was looking for an associate pastor, and all the qualities and everything lined up. Uh, what you need to know is that it was Herschel that first spoke over me that I would be a pastor. Back in Sugarland. So to say, yeah, I'd love to hire you was kind of a weird thing. <laughs> Hiring your mentor is like, it's a little crazy. Um, so what we're doing today is just reaffirming the spirit of that mentorship that Herschel has had, pastor over pastor over pastor. Uh, John and Katie Wilhelm, they can't be here today because one of them has a stomach virus, but you have pastored them through their ministry in Germany, their ministry under you in Springfield, their ministry under you in Kingwood, <laughs> and then here. Uh, and then there are some other pastors that wanted to thank you for the way that you continue to mentor them. So we're going to play that video now. It's five minutes. You can sit down if you want. Hey, Herschel. I want to say a huge congratulations. Uh, my name is Ben, lead pastor of the Austin Vineyard. And Herschel, you've meant so much to me in my life, uh, just uh, encouraging me, speaking into my life. I've uh, known, known Herschel for the last several years and uh, just a great mentor and friend. Uh, love your heart for Jesus and your heart to make disciples. And whenever I find myself getting off of that, I'm reminded of your words and your encouragement to me. And so just so respect all that you've done in ministry all these years. And um, it inspires me. It challenges me. And so congratulations. Job well done. And uh, I know you won't stop loving the Lord or loving those in his kingdom and uh, building leaders. And, um, and so congratulations today. Have a wonderful celebration. Much love from Austin, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Hi, Herschel. Greetings from Waco. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Corey Hackworth. My wife and I, Megan, uh, my wife Megan and I are church planters here with the Vineyard in Waco. And a couple of years ago, when we were just starting to move in the direction of doing this, um, I asked uh, Herschel <laughs> if he would be willing to mentor me. Uh, in the ways of being a vineyard pastor, there's a, uh, and he'll laugh at this again, uh, there's sort of like a secret sauce that goes into the recipe. And I know you guys that have um, been different places, you know there's something wonderful about people who've been pastoring the vineyard for a long time, the way, just the way they are as human beings. And I came to Herschel and I was like, teach me how to do this. <laughs> uh, and the first thing we ended up talking about was how to listen. Um, and how to listen to others, which was a big challenge for me. But as we've been um, 
as he's mentored me and as he's coached me and as um, we've had conversations as friends, um, I've come to realize that more and more that, that the, the lesson is very simple, that what um, what's being inculcated is, is just these attributes that we're familiar with as the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians. You know, love, joy, and peace. The, the things, there's no, there's no law against these things, right? Um, but there's more to that list than just those first three. Uh, and I just want to read them out to remind you. Um, this is in Galatians 5, uh, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace. But also patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. And more than anything else, these are, I think, now that I've been starting to work on this, I'm still not very good at it, but I think these are the attributes of the vineyard pastor. And they're things that Churchill has down pretty well. And it's kind of amusing that I came to him and asked him to teach them to me, because these aren't, these honestly aren't teachable traits. Um, Paul makes it pretty clear here that these aren't the sorts of things that you just make up your mind. I'm going to be more patient right now. I'm going to pick up these 10 strategies that are going to make me a good person. It doesn't work that way. These are the, these are the fruit, Paul explains, of the Spirit. They're the, they're the evidence of someone who has spent time, a lot of time, listening to God and trying to live their way, or as the way Paul puts it, walking according to the Spirit. And I know that those of you who know Herschel, that some of these words just jump out as things that are so evident in his life. Uh, the kindness and the gentleness and the patience and the faithfulness. And Herschel, I just want to thank you for modeling these things and being willing to be my friend and my conversation partner. And I know that you're not done. You're moving on to more things. Um, and I wish you the best of luck in that. And bless you in that. And thank you so much. Hey, what is up, Herschel and Lucy? Congratulations on this very, very big day for you guys. I am so excited for what God is going to do in this next season of y'all's journey. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your investment over the years. Herschel, you have invested in me in, in so many ways. Uh, I've told you this before, but uh, I consider you like a spiritual father in so many ways no single person has really contributed more to my spiritual growth and development than you have whether it was pastoring at the sugarland vineyard or planting uh vineyard church in in south austin you have been there every step of the way you've supported me you've cheered me on through the good times and the bad and i just want to say thank you so much for everything that you have poured into me and my family in our church community and uh, I'm so so excited for this next season what, he, what God has for you and for Lucy and your family but Herschel Lucy thank you so much for the investment that you have made in God's people and the next generation of leaders and I'm excited for what this next season brings for you guys would you all come back up again we're gonna pray for you because um, we, we need to pray for y'all because your season's not done yet. You've spent five years here of almost 50 years. Uh, we're going to celebrate at Tomatillo's for anybody who wants to buy lunch for Herschel and Ruth Lucy. Almost 76 years. Almost 76 years of your life. <laughs> <laughs> but something happened when you said yes to Jesus and completely transformed you. Uh, so uh, Carol and Jeff and, and um, Siemens, would you come up and... Um,
Arlita, would you come? Amanda, please come. This is um, Derek and Amanda Blaylock. They uh, sent out three years ago almost to plant the Live Oak Vineyard. And uh, I just I wanted Derek here to just help lead us in prayer, but he also has something he wants to say. I do have some words. As a matter of fact, I could stand here for the next hour extolling all of your virtues and telling everyone, but they already know how wonderful you are, but y'all wouldn't like that very much. So, but Amanda and I would like to say, and I had to organize this because when I start crying, at least I'll have something to keep me on track, okay? But we did want to say this here in front of all these witnesses, okay? You have been unceasing friends to Amanda and I. Your love and friendship have been a warm hearth and a safe harbor in our church planting journey. You have been unwaveringly committed to us since the very first day we met over five years ago. And as you've done for so many other people in the body of Christ, your commitment to us in the form of time spent and in your personal finances given and in your countless prayers prayed, your instruction and coaching given, the meals cooked, a myriad of all these uncountable small little kindnesses and these grand gestures, They've been such a blessing. Such a blessing. You've sat with me on some of the hardest days of my life. When I was in the ER for who knows what, at 11 o'clock at night, you just showed up. Lucy, your countless, countless hours around our dinner table, loving and counseling and pastoring Amanda in the midst of church planting and momming four kids, an unspeakable gift, uncalculable. And most importantly, you've shown us how to be truly Christ-like in the conduct of your speech, in the actions of your life, in your ardent zeal for the gospel, in your heart for those far from God, in your faithfulness in season and out of season, in the gentleness of your heart, in your great compassion for the poor and the poor in spirit, in your preaching of the word and your demonstration of the kingdom of God, I can think of no two people that I know in my life who are more thoroughly and completely Christ-like than you two. Mm -hmm. And so from the bottom of all of our heart, thank you for all that you've done. And more importantly, thank you for all that you are. Mm -hmm. Amen. Would you all uh, just join us in blessing this couple as they continue in their ministry? Now, as official capacity of pastor and mentor pastor and stepping down from associate pastor role, but uh, going on, continuing an adventure. Holy Spirit, come. Lucy and Herschel, would you be filled with the Holy Spirit, afresh and anew for the season ahead? Just in clinicking this time, silence doesn't mean that we're not praying. Silence means that we expect Jesus to do some amazing things so we don't have to talk sometimes.
in the authority of Jesus Christ only by his name, only by who he is. We commission you into this next season of ministry. And as a congregation, we bless you. We bless you. May you receive his love, his compassion, his mission, his character, his gifts, and a fresh anointing, a fresh facet of his love as you walk into the next season. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now y'all stay up here. We have uh, a gift for you, a couple of gifts actually. They'll actually be here on June 4th. We couldn't uh, get them to ship in. Uh, In all of the authority that you carry, shipping is just not under those auspices. So um, (laughs) if if you want to pull out, we've put together, and thank you all for contributing to this, your pictures and your words, they've been put into a book uh, that Herschel and Lucy will continue with. Uh, of ministry. And then Herschel, he wanted a toy. And so we've purchased him a remarkable two. Uh, really? really? <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, we hope you enjoy this toy. It will help you take notes, I'm sure, as you always take notes. I know that it's. And, and in, in there is the, the preview of the booklet. We've printed oh. it out for you. And, and there's a card there that just says thanks and other powerful words that are good to do in writing. Uh, and now I'm going to ask uh, another thing of ministry from you. Do you have anything to say? You don't have anything to say. I do have something. All right, what do you want to say? Did you ever know me not to have something to say? Well, you're always welcome. <laughs> Roll or not, I mean... I could not possibly, we could not possibly begin to thank you. Thanks for the words on the screen. Thank you to Derek and Amanda and all of our friends. I just want to know, want you to know we have several first-time guests today. (laughs) This is not what we do every week. This is really weird, so sorry. We normally have a fantastic sermon from this guy here. And, uh, but I want to say um, this is the most amazing church that we've ever been associated with and that's saying a lot because we've been associated with a lot of churches and the generosity of this church is amazing and um, you'd have to know what the board has done for us to to appreciate that generosity and John and Arlita I have told numerous people that John needs to be the vineyard, official vineyard guy to teach pastors how to treat associates. Could y'all clap for John and Arlita? Yeah. And I'm using up all the time, but this is, this is very moving, very humbling, and thank you very much. Uh, keep the mic for a second. Uh, we love you, and um, there's another pastor that you've begun to mentor. And I think we need to raise her up and lay hands on her. And Commissioner, what do you think? I think so. Where is Carol? Oh, right behind me. <laughs> I do want to say that, I mean, John and Arlita have really been the primary people investing in Carol and Jeff's lives for, what, eight years or something? I don't know. Jeff, you need to stand up here, too. I mean, this is, this is, 
Uh, and, but when we first arrived here five years ago, I started meeting with Carol, coaching in quotation marks, coaching. And we just became really, really close friends. And to see how you have blossomed in ministry and gifting and pastoring. There are just no words. And this guy, what he does, <laughs> what he's, he's kept us going during COVID, <laughs> really. So, ready to pray for him? Uh, I want to read this scripture, Carol, in this commissioning from 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. It's a trustworthy saying, if someone aspires to be a church leader, they desire an honorable position, so a church leader must be one whose life is above reproach. This is who you are. They must be faithful to their spouse. They must exercise self-control, live wisely, have a good reputation. They must enjoy having guests in their home, thank you, and they must be able to teach. They must not be a heavy drinker or be violent, thank you for that. Uh, they must be gentle, not quarrelsome, not love money. They must manage their own family well, having children who respect and obey them. For if they can't manage their own household, how can they take care of God's church? Church leader must not be a new believer because they might become proud and the devil would cause them to fall. Also, disgraced and fall into the devil's trap if uh, people who were outside were to speak well of them. They must be well-respected and have integrity. Before they're appointed, let them be closely examined, which you have. If they pass the test, then let them serve, which you will. In the same way, their spouses must be respected, not slander others. Thanks, Jeff. They must exercise self-control, be faithful in everything they do, must be faithful to their spouse, must manage their children and household well. The church receives gifts of the Holy Spirit to continue the work of Jesus, and one of them is pastors, just one. And we don't elevate it above the others, but this commissioning is critical in the oversight that Carol will have in the church as assistant pastor. Ephesians 4 says that their responsibility, your responsibility, Carol, is to equip God's people to do his work. And that is your primary role as assistant pastor, to equip the body and build up the church, the body of Christ, to the standard of Christ. So this church body now looks to you, but not to you, to Jesus in you as you continue to lay your life down. You too, Jeff. And so we want to pray not only as commissioning, but also for protection for this family as they put themselves out there in this commissioning. So would you extend your hands as we pray for Carol? Oh, what a, what a wonderful blessing it is to participate in this laying on of hands. <clears throat> really, this is an ordination for ministry. And we say, come Holy Spirit. Come and anoint Carol with a new anointing. Come and make Jesus more real to her than ever before. Yes, sir. Come and make the Father's love rich in her life and in her whole family's life. And Lord, uh, we already see a great panoply of gifts and operation in her life. We pray for more. We pray, Lord, for uh, a stirring up of all the leadership gifts and pastoral gifts that she needs for giving oversight to small groups and all the other things that she will be doing. And Lord, uh, we just confirm with great rejoicing in our heart that you have called her to this ministry and that you are importing to her all that she needs. And Lord, we do include Jeff and the, and the girls in this. Yes, sir. That they are also recipients 
of a new anointing of the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. We pray these things in Jesus' most holy name. Amen. 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 Y'all can sit down. Thank you. Y'all can cheer. It's okay. I know things are, it's, it's getting late, and the second that I said you could go to Tomatillo's and buy Herschel lunch, you probably started getting hungry, so I'll, I'll be short. But we do have one more commissioning, and that's for you. Each one of you here is called by God. I was listening to a story this morning. Paul, you are a living miracle in your 80s, having significant surgery this past week diagnosed with pneumonia in the midst of it, and yet you're here this morning. And a testimony that I'm just going to give on Paul's behalf, but you need to ask of him, is that the Holy Spirit landed on him in the midst of his time in bed as he is witnessing to every nurse that's coming into his room, asking how he can pray for them. The Holy Spirit landed in such an intimate way. The very face of Jesus came to you, and he became so precious to you in the midst of your surgery. Being a disciple means that our mission is all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Our whole lives. I'm gonna, this one verse, this is the one verse I'm giving you, and, and it, it needs to be today the core of your commissioning. John 14, 6. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So, church, would you say that with me? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Praise the Lord that Herschel and Lucy could not go on and see the Father except going through Jesus first. Praise the Lord that he grabbed you by the hand at one point and said, no, you can't go on any longer like you are. In order for you to see the Father, you need to come through me. And what did he do? He healed you, delivered you prepared you, commissioned you, empowered you. This is the same commissioning for us. Folks, do not go on past this day without going through Jesus and welcoming him into all of life. If you stay around this church long enough, you might learn a prayer, and Jan Seaman will probably teach you, called a manual prayer. And Emmanuel prayer is one of those sweet, sweet places where we welcome Jesus not only to what's going on right now, but into some past memories, to allow him to show us what he was doing and what he can do in the midst of that memory. Over this past week, I had a time of that Emmanuel prayer, going to a place of shame in my life where I just felt like, God, there's no way that I'm lovable. And Jesus showed me just how much he loves me in the midst of that prayer, showing me, placing himself in the room and saying, you know, John, I can redeem this. You know, John, actually, what you thought of yourself when you gave a horrible sermon to some 18-year-olds as an 18-year-old. Actually, this is what I think of you. Actually, this is what I'm sending you to. Actually, this is who I actually am to you. When we begin and end with Jesus, our life completely changes. Everything that we do becomes more sweet. Everything that we do has more purpose. But everything that we are also becomes healed, little by little, step by step. Maybe it's that Jesus lands in your hospital room. Maybe it's that Jesus lands in a memory of shame. Or maybe it's that Jesus lands in you, in your neighborhood, and shows you who he is in you, for you, 
and for your neighbors. He's continued to do that in our Lita and I's life. Our life's mission is to share Jesus because Jesus has revealed himself to us. Our life's mission becomes who we become in Jesus. No more, no less. But when we become in Jesus who he wants us to be, it changes the entire world. You've seen a couple of examples of that today. And so would you stand with me this morning and receive this commissioning? Friends, Jesus is telling you that he is the way that he is the truth, and that he is the life. And that we must go through him and see the Father. If you want that commissioning to go out in Jesus, to be healed by Jesus, to be filled with Jesus, would you just raise your hand this morning? Jesus, I want more of you. I'm not done yet. I want more of you. I want more of you. Receive this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that Jesus would become more real to you, that he would heal you where you are, that more space would grow up in you for him to heal through you by his power and in his name. I bless you in Jesus' name. As the worship team comes up, there was a team that welcomed Jesus into the service And they asked the Lord, Lord, what do you have for us today? And as they did, uh, they got a couple of words, thinking that maybe there was somebody here who had a problem with their back, thinking that somebody needs to hear this word, that the Lord says, if you seek me, you will find me. Somebody with a reoccurring fear that just needs more of Jesus. And someone who is greatly distracted today. We have a couple of prayer teams that are going to be in this corner over here. Or maybe you just want to come down front and say, I just, I want Jesus. As this last song is played out, would you come and don't leave without receiving prayer? If this is your first time saying yes to Jesus or it's been a while, don't leave without letting somebody pray for you and help you along the way of receiving Jesus more. He is the way and he is the truth and he is the life and he is here. And he's here for you. Take this opportunity during this song. Come for prayer.
Yeah. 